0: Welcome to Long-Term Care Radio on Seattle's Cairo Radio. Long-Term Care Radio is brought to you in part by 525 Advisors, your local long-term care experts. Brian Ott is a certified long-term care planning specialist and will show you how to protect the people you love from the financial, physical, and emotional consequences of a long-term care situation. Because of new state and federal laws, there are new and exciting options you need to know about. Now, here's your host,
1: Brian Ott. And welcome back to Long Term Care Radio, and thanks for tuning in. So, let me ask you a question here. What is the difference between a want and a need? And this is what Google says. I typed this in before I uh, came on air today to do this recording. A need is something that is needed to survive, a want is something that an individual desires but would be able to live without. So the primary distinguishing feature here they say of a need is that it is it is necessary to sustain life. So this got me thinking because I was just uh just down at a leaders conference I just returned I was there this uh this last week. And the leaders conference is an invitation only com- conference where some of the top long-term care advisors from around the country gather and i was invited to attend but i was also asked to speak at the conference and simply because our firm 525 advisors sells more asset-based lifetime benefit policies than anyone in the country and we've done this actually now for um, several years and so i don't say that from a braggadocious way i say that from a fact that we this is our specialty long-term care this is what we do and um, a lot of the advisors want to know, they'll come up to me and they'll ask me, what is my secret? And it's almost like there's this magic recipe of, of what we do. And when I was thinking about it, I had a chance to address the crowd. And when I got up on stage, I shared a secret. And it's something that I've learned over all my years helping my clients plan for an extended health care situation or what we call long-term care. And I'm going to share it with you. This is what I said on the stage of the conference. I just looked at the crowd and I said, you know, my clients don't need long-term care insurance. The overwhelming majority of my clients can afford to self-insure. And it's the truth. Most of my clients don't need long-term care, but when they see the advantages and the benefits that the new plans offer, they want it. So it goes back to want versus need. And I will tell you after that, I had a lot of people coming up to me, talking, asking me, what, well, you know, I, I don't understand what you mean, they don't need long term care insurance. And I said, look, think of it just as long term care insurance is just like any other purchase that we make. You know, a nice car, a big house, a vacation. These are things that we don't need. We, in fact, we don't need any of these things, but we want them because they add value to our lives. There's benefits there. There's values. There's something that we're going to take away from that by having that. And, I mean, if you think about homeowners insurance, this is why I always argue with the advisors out there where they say, I think you have enough money to insure. And I said, look, if you can self-insure your home, then... Or self-insure long-term care. That's usually the way it comes out. They're like, oh, I think you have enough money to self-insure when they're talking about long-term care planning. I say, look, if you have enough money to do that, you probably have enough money to self-insure your home then. But we don't think of it that way. And and my point is that we don't really need long-term care insurance in this country. We don't need a lot of insurances, but we want it. And that's what we need to really talk about. If if we look at long-term care insurance from a point of need, which is the way it's been marketed, it gets very confusing. But what we have to understand is that in this country, regardless of your net worth, you do not need long-term care. And what I mean by that is the poor will end up on Medicaid very quickly in a long-term care situation. Because Medicaid is our safety net program. And if you have less than $2,000 of assets, you can qualify for Medicaid. $2,000 of liquid assets, they will put a lien on any real property you have. So the poor are going to get to Medicaid very quickly. And it's astonishing how many people spend the last part of their life on Medicaid, which is the government system, letting the government decide what type of care they're going to receive, where they're going to receive that care. Remember, again, you're essentially broke before you qualify for Medicaid. And you also have to turn over the remaining income that you have moving forward. So if you have pension or Social Security, that money is going to be turned over to the government. They're going to give you an allowance every month of, you know, give or take $60, and you become a ward of the state, and the government's going to dictate your level of care. That is the safety net. All of us are eligible for that. If you're wealthy you can end up on medicaid as well too. It's just simply you're going to burn your assets down until you end up on medicaid, but you're you will spend all your assets first. So, another thing about medicaid too that you have to understand in this country is the myth of aging in home and not becoming a burden on your family by using public dollars to pay for care is is just that, it's a myth. Unless you have family members that are willing to give up their time and provide the care for you, you are not going to age in your own home on Medicaid. It's just not going to happen because it becomes a safety issue. You've got to have somebody else there in the family to watch over you because Medicaid does not send in 24-7 caregivers. So when you get to that point, guess what? They're going to warehouse you in a nursing home. That is just the way this system works. So let's go back to this want versus need for a second. I personally think, um, you know, after I attend these 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 conferences and I was talking to several people, and I just said, look, I think the insurance companies out there have been missing the mark on marketing long-term care insurance. And what I mean by this is for decades, long-term care insurance has been marketed as a product that you need. It protects your assets, and it will keep you from running out of money. They've been using statistics and the cost of care data to more or less scare a big segment of the population into purchasing their product. You know, and, and what I mean by that is is you, you hear it all the time. Um, 70% after age 65 will end up in long-term care, and then there's all these cost-of-care surveys that are out there. You know, $9,000 a month for a nursing home. Well, again, that's I, I think that's more of a scare tactic, because the truth is most people with long-term care insurance never end up in a nursing home, but that's what they're using. They're using that high bar of $9,000. And Again, that doesn't tell us individually anything, whether we're going to need it or not. Also, promoting the cost of care, such as what that cost of care is or per hour or assisted living, doesn't do much either, in my opinion. I mean, I think, yes, it's nice to know the average cost of a nursing home and assisted living facility, what the hourly rate is for long-term care. But again, we can't use that information to decide if we need insurance because we don't know what our journey is going to be. It confirms the costs are expensive, but I think we know that. But what we don't know is will we need you know, home health care worker for a few hours a day for six months before we pass away? Or are we going to end up in a $15,000 a month special memory clinic for eight years? You know, Maybe we are in assisted living for five years, or maybe we develop a neurological issue or, or head trauma and end up needing care for the next 15 or 20 years. Again, statistics don't tell us about that. What they do is statistics tell us about groups of people. But we cannot predict our own individual situation on that. So why do most of my clients have long-term care insurance? Simply put, because they want it. They don't need it, but they want it. And if you look at how the insurance industry and advisors have marketed long-term care insurance, they primarily position the product as a need item for the middle class. Because, again, the poor people are going to end up on Medicaid. They don't have to worry about it. The rich people, well, they have enough money to pay for care, so they don't need it any either. And so it's really the middle class. It's someone that could go broke in a long-term care situation. That's where they've been marketing it. And I think what they've missed out there is they've been marketing that as something that you need. And really, for most people, for almost all of my clients, it's something that you want. Because once you see the features and you see the benefits and you see the value in having insurance, it's just like any other purchase. You're looking at it and saying, well, my dollars would be better placed here than just setting them in the bank. My dollars would be better spent on this car or this vacation than just setting on my bank. I'm going to get more value. I'm going to get more benefit out of that. I'm going to get a better feeling in life, whatever it is. That's why we buy things. And quite frankly, long-term care insurance is the same way. It provides tremendous amount of value but it also protects the people we care about. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to spend a little bit of time in our next segment just talking about why people buy insurance, why they want it, and why you might want it. And we're going to talk about some of those things. Um, Before we get there... I just want to give everybody a heads up that due to the Washington Cares Act, right now we are putting our web uh, webinars on hold. We are not going to have we don't have any more scheduled classes up on the calendar right now for September. Uh, things are just unwinding in the state right now. The carriers are leaving right and left, so it's it's limiting us as to what we can do. But I will share that in our final segment today and just give you some updates. We do still have some plans available for those people that are trying to get a plan. But I'll share some of that and some of the things that I've learned here over the last uh, couple weeks about what's coming our way with this Washington CARES Act. So uh, stick around. We're going to take our first break here. We'll be right back.
0: Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, providing valuable insight to protect you in the event of an extended healthcare situation. Learn more by attending one of Brian's free classes this month. Sign up now at 525LongTermCare.com, 525LongTermCare.com.
2: Having a long-term care plan brings certainty to a very uncertain situation. It also allows you to stay in control of your care options, and maybe most importantly, it brings peace of mind to your family during an extremely stressful situation. Story Monson, I highly recommend doing what my wife and I did, learn about all the new long-term care plans offered by Brian Ott and 525 Advisors. Brian's the host of Long-Term Care Radio right here on Cairo. You can sign up for one of his upcoming live webinars at 525longtermcare.com Brian will teach you everything you need to know about long-term care including all the new plans that are available they protect your savings they protect your family and the plan we got pays us back if we never use it sign up for one of Brian's live webinars at 525longtermcare.com it's free to attend and you'll learn so much Brian's class was a real eye-opener for my wife and me long-term care is so important sign up now at 525longtermcare.com
3: For the most options, including new plans that protect you and your loved ones and pay you back if you never use them, visit 525LongTermCare.com to learn more and sign up for the next live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525LongTermCare.com.
0: This is Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. Listen and learn information from a certified long-term care planning specialist. You can email your questions to radio at 525advisors.com.
1: And welcome back, and thanks again for tuning in to Long-Term Care Radio. So, um, boy, you know, what a couple of weeks out here. Uh, Most of our clients are in Washington State, um, but I know we do have podcast listeners across the country. And um, Washington State passed the Washington State CARES Act, and I'll tell you, um, we're going to give you an update in the final segment today because what we are seeing right now, I, I predicted would maybe happen in October But here we are in August, and it's just fully unwinding. And I want to kind of give you guys an update here a little bit later in the program on what you need to know if you are a Washington State resident and you do happen to be an employee, otherwise a W-2 employee. We'll give you an update on some of those things that are happening. But... Let's go back. We're talking about want versus need today. And my argument for long-term care planning is it's not something you need. In fact, I just had someone on the phone yesterday that just kept pushing back at me. And I finally just told him, I said, look, my job is not to convince you that you need long-term care insurance. That's not what I do. My job is to help the clients that want long-term care insurance to put a plan in place and to design a plan that's going to work best for their situation and make sure they are with the right company. That's what I do. But as far as convincing you that you need it, that's not what I do. In fact, I was at a live class a couple years ago and a guy walked up to me and he pointed his finger at me and goes, you're going to have to really convince me that I need this if I'm going to get it. And I just looked at him and said, well, that's not what I do. I said, you have to convince yourself. And what I mean by that is when we talk about long-term care insurance, really you've got two choices in this country. You can self-insure or you can get long-term care insurance. Those are the only two ways you're going to pay for an extended health care journey or what we call long-term care. The government programs, Medicaid, you're broke. So really the only way you're going to pay for that is either just to use your own money or get some insurance. It's no different than insuring your house. You can self-insure, but use your money if it burns down, or you can use the insurance company, it's money. So when you have long-term care insurance, really what you have is you have a dedicated source of money. Think about it, it's just picture a bucket of money sitting on your table. Having a dedicated bucket of money to pay for care means that you don't have to liquidate or sell assets in a time of need, And this avoids many issues. Um, Number one, it avoids unnecessary taxes. Remember, when you convert assets to income, you pay taxes. And assets don't pay for care, income pays for care. So it doesn't matter if we're selling off some stock, or we're liquidating a retirement account, or we're selling a piece of real estate. There's gonna be some taxes that are gonna be involved when we convert that asset to income. So long-term care insurance comes back tax-free. So it avoids any taxes. It also avoids the problems with market timing. Right now, everybody's pretty excited because the market's at all-time highs again. But remember, those things, they don't always stay like that, and they end. And in 2008, 2009, we went through that. There were a lot of people that went into a long-term care situation. They had plenty of money to self insure their long term care journey, and guess what? They just lost 30 or 40 percent of their portfolio, and so now they have to sell in a down market, which is the worst time to sell. So, having a dedicated source of money to pay for care avoids those market timing issues. Another thing that it helps with is it keeps you from having to sell unwanted assets. Um, I've got some clients that have been in care for almost nine years now and they had done some estate planning and they were really working out kind of how they wanted their legacy to play out. And guess what? They're having to go back and peel that stuff back and sell some of those assets, some of that property that they wanted to keep because they don't have a dedicated source to pay for long-term care and they had used up their cash. So, again, having a plan is going to help keep you from having to sell an asset, especially a piece of property. Like I have a second home in Colorado that is very dear to me. It's a house that my grandmother was raised in by her grandmother. I don't want to sell that to pay for a care situation. That's what You know, that's the advantage of having long-term care, another one of them. Also, having a dedicated funding source allows you more free money in retirement. And I think this is one of the big takeaways I've gotten from my clients over the years is that if I know I've got this $10,000 a month coming in for the rest of my life, guess what? That's going to free me up to spend more of my money on my grandkids and vacations and doing things that I want to do because I know that should I end up in an extended health care situation down the road... I have the money set aside to pay for that, versus if you're self-insuring, you're always in the back of your mind wondering, how much am I going to need, how do I set that money aside there to pay for that care? Now, most of us um, will also look at it in a different light thinking, okay, I have worked hard for all this money, what do I want to do with it? Well, most of us don't want to spend that money on nursing homes or assisted living facilities or healthcare workers. That's not what we envision our legacy. And so having a dedicated plan is gonna allow us to focus more on our legacy. To whom and to what do we want our assets to go to? How that, How are we really gonna spend that hard-earned money? Do we want to go to a charity? Do we want to help family members? Do we want to pay for our grandkids' college? Whatever it is, it allows us the freedom to set up and plan out our estate giving and our legacy. So those are things that a lot of our clients realize once they have that long-term care plan, that's another advantage of having the plan. It's like, okay, Now we can kind of focus on how we can start giving money away and be tax-advantaged about it and doing all those things that are really great. Now here's the big thing I want you to understand. This is probably the number one reason why most of my clients end up wanting a plan and that's because it provides them access to the professionals who understand how to manage a long-term care situation. So there's two things about long-term care planning. Number one, make sure your care is funded and managed. In a time of need. And let's spend some time on this. If your house catches down or catches on fire and burns tomorrow, and the estimated damage is $500,000. Now, you have a million dollars in the bank in cash and savings and CDs, and so you can afford to fix it. That's one way you can pay for it. The other way is your insurance company drops off a check for $500,000. So you've got the money either way. So you're covered, right? Well, when you really think about this, that's not the case, right? I mean, you have the money to rebuild a house, so you don't have anything to worry about. But that's only if you're a home builder. I mean, if you're a home builder or your wife or your, your spouse happens to be a home builder or one of your kids happens to be a home builder, you'll probably be okay. you probably take the check from the insurance company or the cash out of your uh, bank account and off you go. But what if you don't have a home builder in the family? What if you you don't have somebody that knows how to do everything that needs to be done? I mean, what do you do? Do you jump on Google? Do you just type in home builder in my area? Off you go. My point for this is that it's, it's the same thing in, in, in long-term care planning. For some reason everybody thinks their kid or their spouse is a home builder. Otherwise, they're a long-term care specialist. They understand the the system. They understand how to get the care. They understand all the complexities of a long-term care situation. And when it comes down to long-term care situations, my analogy of the house burning down, it's very, very similar. When our house burned down, well, there's a lot of problems outside of money. You know, what do you do with the old structure? Do you just... Scrape it down and hope the, the trash man comes and picks it up, along with the burn-up appliances? Where do you stay that first night when your house is burnt down? What kind of permits do you need? Where do you find a contractor? How do you make sure the contractor is doing what he is supposed to do? Building the house to spec, not cutting corners, working with the subcontractors, and doing things in order in a timely fashion. How do you make sure all of that is done? Well, guess what? If you have homeowner's insurance... You don't have to worry about that. If you just have cash, you've got to figure all that out on your own. But if you have homeowner's insurance, the insurance company is going to come out there and they're going to tell you, hey, we're going to take care of this. They know how to get rid of the structure. They know how to get a contractor. They know how to make sure that contractor is building that home to specs, to code, making sure they're not cutting corners. That's what they do. Now, long-term care insurance is the same way. Long-term care situations can become very complex very quickly, and some of the best companies out there, including the plan that I have personally myself, offer unparalleled levels of support in a time of need. My plan has a concierge service. I can call one person and that person is going to be assigned to me and they are going to help me with the case management, the care coordination, all the claims and the billing support that we need through that. I watched my grandmother go through this. And remember, you're going to have Medicare your whole life. And so having that claim specialist at the other end is going to make sure anything that Medicare is supposed to be the first payer on gets paid by Medicare. Having that care coordination make sure that the physical therapists and the light housekeeping and all those things that are working together to keep you in your home are being done on a timely fashion. And that case management is overseeing all of it. That's like that general contractor that's coming in and making sure that everything is being done in a timely or- order in the way it's supposed to be. So. When we look at why we want long-term care insurance, it's not just about money, And, and, and that's the takeaway I want you to understand. It's because there's other services, there's supports, it's about having a plan to make sure that your care is not only funded, but it's also managed in a time of need, taking that burden away from your loved ones. So um, stick around. We're going to head into our next break. When I come back, I want to introduce you to Dave and Carla. This is our Client of the Week. We'll be right back.
0: Many people with near or over a million dollars in assets will mistakenly pay more in taxes in a long-term care situation than it would have cost them to set up an insurance plan to pay for the care needed. Learn more by attending Brian's free asset-based class. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. The fact
4: is most of us have known somebody who needed long-term care. That's when a person reaches a stage in life requiring somebody else to help with basic daily activities due to physical conditions or a cognitive disease. Now, most of the time, long-term care starts in the home, which allows the individual to stay in a familiar setting. The price for long-term care can be expensive, and it could go on for years. Financial experts suggest purchasing long-term care insurance before you retire. Why? Because 7 out of 10 65-year-olds will need some sort of long-term care in the future. If you've never looked at long-term care insurance because you didn't know where to start, now you know where to start. With 525 Advisors, 525 Advisors, local experts specializing in long-term care insurance, and they have plans that are guaranteed to pay you back if you never make use of them. Protect yourself and your family members from the financial cost of extended health care. Go to
0: 525LongTermCare.com. Sign up for the next free long-term care live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525LongTermCare.com.
3: For the most options, including new plans that protect you and your loved ones and pay you back if you never use them, visit 525longtermcare.com to learn more and sign up for the next live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525longtermcare.com.
2: Hey, it's Story Monson with Zach Abraham, Chief Investment Officer at Bulwark Capital. And Zach, recently one of the largest investment banks in the country, finally published research showing why a 60-40 stock bond portfolio is outdated. This is something you've been talking about on Know Your Risk Radio for years. Now they're jumping on the bandwagon. Dory, it certainly
4: feels that way. This research shows exactly what we've been telling people for years now. Using bonds as the safe portion of your portfolio is a serious gamble, and now is not the time to be gambling your retirement. With Bulwark's bond replacement strategy, we'll show you how to protect your portfolio against loss, but still grow your assets. We teach you exactly
2: how to do it in our free booklet, Common Sense Investing. Call Zach right now. to get your free copy of Common Sense Investing. Call 866-779-RISK or go to knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client service agreement where the firm is licensed to conduct business. Bulwer Capital is a DBA of Clear Creek Financial Management, a registered investment advisor.
0: Staying in control of your care options is a better alternative than letting the government decide for you. Welcome back to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, Certified Long-Term Care Planning Specialist with 525 Advisors.
1: And welcome back. Thanks again for tuning into Long-Term Care Radio. By the way, our website, 525longtermcare.com. Again, 525longtermcare.com. We have got a lot of information on the website. Um, Again, our process, we always say start with education. That's why we have these podcasts. That's why we have the radio show. We're trying to get you educated to think about some of the issues about long-term care planning. And then when you're ready, we have a process. We start with a pre-screen, which is just really um, tell us about yourself, your health issues, things like that. And the reason why we start there is because all long-term care insurance is medically underwritten. So we need to make sure that we can get you a plan, find out who's going to accept your application, because not all carriers underwrite the same way. So we start with that pre-screen. We will then reach out to you. We will gather some information about some income, some assets, some things that will help me put a plan together. And then when we Sit down and have that conversation. We're going to design that custom plan for you. So, again, all of our steps and processes and information and examples you can get on our website at 525. 525- LongTermCare.com. and by the way, if you miss any of the, uh, the the podcasts or the radio shows, you can just jump on our website. You can get them there. You can get them on iTunes. They're all a little bit different, um, but one of my favorite parts of every show is where we're at today, and that's our client of the week. And this week, I want to introduce you to David and Carla. Who is uh, David? Sixty four. Carla is sixty two. Dave and Carla are both retired with two adult children and two grandchildren. Um, They have a son and a daughter. Their daughter has two children, so that's where their grandchildren come from. Um, They came to us to put a plan together and they'd been thinking about long-term care for quite a while. They were working with a financial advisor who always told them for years that they could self-insure and they never, you know, really looked at options. They were just like, well, they, they would bring it up every so often, financial advisors, "Oh, I think you're going to be okay," which is generally what they do because a lot of people make this assumption, a lot of advisors do this that when you go into long-term care that you can just move money from one bucket to the other. Otherwise, you're going to some of the expenses and lifestyle things are going to disappear. And sometimes that's true. But oftentimes, and most of the times, it's not, especially if you have a spouse that goes into a long-term care situation when the other one's not ready for long-term care or still has a lot of years of life in front of them. So they had been battling with this. And then what their concerns were, um, their concerns really changed recently. Um, It was somewhat unique. They have a son who is 30 years old. Their adult son was in an accident a few years ago and has been having ongoing health issues. Um, He's not working. I mean, he's starting to work a little bit part-time, but he's not been able to hold down work consistently. And so they're very aware of this now. They're looking at this saying, gosh, it's been a couple years. We don't know how long this is going to last or if it's going to be kind of a permanent situation. And so what happened is Dave and Carla really started looking at their financial future in a little bit different light. What happens now if they spend their estate down? You know, before a lot of people say, well, we probably have enough money to live our life and our kids are independent and they're fine. And that's what they want. They want the kids to be independent and happy. They're not worried about it. Well, now they got kind of a a wrench thrown into things because they're looking at it saying, hmm. Our son may not be able to be fully independent. We don't know that for sure. We're hoping he is, but he's struggling right now. So this is saying, God, they're looking at it saying, well, maybe spending our entire estate down isn't an option anymore. Maybe we need to look at this to where we can maybe set some money aside in a trust or something to help our son if he needs that because they don't want their son to become a burden on their daughter if they're gone. So this was part of kind of what was going on in their mind. And this is the problem with self-insuring. You might be okay because you have assets which you can convert to pay for care. And remember, you're gonna pay those taxes and all those things we talked about. But once you do that, guess what? You, you, you can't use those assets for anything else. You can't use them for the family, you can't use them for your charity, you can't use them for your legacy because they're gone. If you spend your assets to pay for care, they're not gonna be passed on to your family or your charity, they're not gonna be part of your legacy. So, other concerns that Dave and Carla had they were, you know, they, they just, they didn't, they personally did not want to be a burden on their daughter because they looked at it and said, well, we know we have two kids. Our son's not going to really be able to contribute much. That means that if something happened to us, that everything would fall onto the shoulders of their daughter who has two kids. And they're like, they don't want to be a burden on her either. So, again, you know, opening their eyes. The long term care is real. This is something that we really, really need to look into. So, that's why they came to me. What I found out during our conversation was that Dave and Carla were financially conservative. They had a good portion of their money in in what we call conservative assets, So, so savings, CDs, You know, liquid cash. They didn't have a lot outside of their retirement accounts in the stock market. They just didn't feel that that was a place for their money. They didn't want to put any more money than they already had into the stock market. Um, They were both very good shape. So they, they were active and healthy. So that was a good time for them. But here's what happened to David. His older brother just last year, um, his older brother was eight years older than him, just had a stroke and is receiving long-term care services now. And so this is still very fresh to David. David looked at this and said, gosh, his brother was in good shape, didn't, wasn't really worrying about it. And all of a sudden, in, in the blink of an eye, his whole life was turned upside down, and he saw what his family is going through. So David thought, boy, you know, this is something I need to be responsible for, and that was a concern for him. And I tell you, that's that's very true with a lot of my clients. The people that have lived it, who have seen it, have gone through it, it's more powerful to them. It's more real. And this is something that I found out during their conversation. Um, they love the idea of maybe putting a plan in place that would pay some money back to the estate, because, again, we have... Use it or lose it plans, which is the traditional long-term care model, right? And then we have these new versions, these asset-based plans, which is the vast majority of our business. And the reason why so many people are flocking to these is because now I can reposition some money that I already have, get all these benefits, and guess what? If I don't use it, I'm not wasting that money. That money is going to be paid back to the estate, which means you know i'm i've got the insurance on one hand but if i don't need it i didn't waste all my money so that was something that they really liked the idea of and again one of their biggest concerns was that Management. How is the care managed once we go on claim? What kind of support is there? And this is something that was very important to Carla because we had been talking about it. She had listened to our radio shows. She loved the idea of that concierge-level service. I kind of explained the plan that I have and what they do and some examples. And she said, that's what I want. That was most important to her. So we had a meeting. We went through their assets. We put everything together. We looked at it. They had quite a bit of money, like I said, setting in liquid assets. And I said, Okay. Show me some money that we can move around and reposition into a long-term care plan. And so we looked at that and said, yes, we have this. How do you want to pay? Is it something you want to pay for over time? Is it something you'd like to just do a lump sum and be done? And David was just very, you know, he said, look, I have the money. I don't want to make payments. And the idea of making payments over time, you end up paying a lot more for the same amount of insurance. And so you're doing the... The, the the time value of money argument. If your money is in the market and you're making your 10% every year like the financial advisors want you to make, then great, pay it over time. But for them, they had a lot of money in cash and savings and money market accounts, weren't seeing interest rates going up anywhere, and he thought, you know, I'm not going to put this money in the market, so I'd rather reposition some of this money into a long-term care plan that would give us all these benefits. And so we did a one and done. So we just did a single deposit plan, and this is how we set this up for them. We took a single deposit of $290,000. It's 294.53. So I I know numbers are hard. Don't get hooked up on them. What we were doing is we were working backwards. How we came up with a $290,000 deposit was because we provided each of them with $120,000 a year of long-term care insurance for an unlimited amount of time. So if they were both on claim tomorrow, they would be able to pull $240,000 out of their bucket of money tax-free for an unlimited amount of time, and they're able to do that off of $290,000 deposited into the account. So the plan breaks down to $10,000 per month per person for life. Now, when I talk about these joint plans, what I'm really saying is these are not shared benefits. They're they're not $10,000 divided by two people. It's $10,000 per person. So if they're both on claim, they get $20,000 a month for life. Now, that's a very robust long-term care plan. They have other assets. They have other income. Is this enough to pay for all the care? We don't know. Is it enough to pay for the majority of the care? Probably but it's a very meaningful plan. They know that they're never gonna run out of this. It's like having a lifetime pension of $10,000 tax-free per person for the rest of their life. That is their long-term care benefit. If they get lucky and they never use their plan, $333,000 will be paid back to the estate. So that's what the IRS considers a death benefit. So a death benefit goes back tax-free. So even though they put 290 into it, that 330 would be paid back tax-free. They do not have to pay tax on that gain because it's that part of this policy is structured as life insurance, and it's just a small part of the policy. They don't have – they're not limited to $333,000 of long-term care. That's just their death benefit. So if they use less than that, the difference is paid back to the estate. The advantage for them is if that's one end of the yardstick, they, like they go out and get in a car crash tomorrow and they're both gone – is paid back tax-free to the state. However, if they're on the other end of that yardstick, they have a cognitive impairment, Dave has a stroke like his brother and ends up needing care for five, ten years, whatever it is, they've got $10,000 per month per person for an unlimited amount of time. And when the first person passes away, guess what? The second person still has $10,000 a month for an unlimited amount of time regardless of how much the first person used for long-term care. So again, when I say unlimited, I'm talking about that long-term care benefit. This is the same plan I have. You hope you never use it, but what we're really doing in this situation is ensuring against a catastrophic event. So three thirty-three is paid back. This plan also gives some other benefits which I just love. Very robust plan. It gives you caregiver training. That means if a family member needs to take a class on 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 um medicine on on management of of your medicines or Alzheimer's or anything like that, they will give them $20,000 for that. And they will also give you $20,000 for medical equipment and home improvement. So that could be things like a stair lift, an access ramp, um, an adjustable adjustable bed, an intravenous pump, whatever you need to make your home safe to aging. Those benefits come out plus the $10,000 a month for care, and that starts in zero days for home health care. That means there's zero elimination period on this plan so really what we did in a nutshell on this plan is we took a portion of their savings two hundred and ninety thousand dollars and we repositioned it into the insurance company in one single deposit they're guaranteed to get three hundred and thirty three thousand dollars back and again folks when I say that that means if they never use it all three hundred thirty three is paid back if they use less than three hundred and thirty three thousand of long term care the difference is paid back. So it can be a combination of just tax-free life insurance. It can be a combination of long-term care insurance and death benefit. But should they need a million dollars or $2 million of long-term care insurance, they have that because they have unlimited long-term care benefits. Now think about what this did for them. I mean, their biggest concerns, obviously, is not becoming a burden on their family. They never have to worry about that um, financially or or just um, You know, time-wise, management, their kids don't have to give up their life to manage their care because they have a concierge-level claims level of support, meaning they've got access to that concierge service, which is going to help them with the case management, the care coordination, the billing every month, the Medicare, all of those things. They understand how to do that. They're on your side of the table. They're not telling you where you've got to get care or or where you have to receive, um, you know, w- which home agencies you can use. That's not what they do. What they do is they're, they're making sure it's just like those insurance people when they show up at the contractor to make sure that the h- house is being built to spec. These This care concierge service, they're going to look at it, make sure that the plan of care is being met, making sure that those health care providers are meeting what the doctor is writing out. Because remember, it's your doctor that writes that plan of care, saying this is what they want for you. They want physical therapy. They want somebody coming in six hours a day, whatever it is. That's just the support there so your family doesn't have to constantly check and verify to make sure everything is being done that is supposed to be done for your situation. So just a very robust, wonderful plan. They know that if they don't use it, they're actually going to get more money paid back to the estate tax-free than they put into it, but they also know that should something catastrophic happen, they have unlimited long-term care insurance. So, um, again, I just love these plans. Another great example, we have this same plan. They could have done 10 payments. They could have done five payments. But, again... Their personal situation was, I don't like payments. I just want to get it done. That's the way we did it. And now Dave and Carla have one of the best plans that are out there, and they know that they are protected, their family's protected, their care is going to be funded and managed in a time of need. So I'm going to take a quick break. When we come back, stick around. I want to give you an update on the Washington State CARES Act. We'll be right back.
0: Due to recent changes in the Pension Protection Act, new asset-based plans guarantee a tax-free benefit for long-term care and pay you back with interest if you never use it. Learn more and sign up for one of Brian's free classes at 525longtermcare.com. Having a long-term care plan
2: brings certainty to a very uncertain situation. It also allows you to stay in control of your care options, and maybe most importantly, it brings peace of mind to your family during an extremely stressful situation. Story Monson, I highly recommend doing what my wife and I did, learn about all the new long-term care plans offered by Brian Ott and 525 Advisors. Brian's the host of Long-Term Care Radio right here on Cairo. You can sign up for one of his upcoming live webinars at 525longtermcare.com Brian will teach you everything you need to know about long-term care including all the new plans that are available they protect your savings they protect your family and the plan we got pays us back if we never use it sign up for one of Brian's live webinars at 525longtermcare.com it's free to attend and you'll learn so much Brian's class was a real eye-opener for my wife and me long-term care is so important sign up now at 525longtermcare.com
3: For the most options, including new plans that protect you and your loved ones and pay you back if you never use them, visit 525longtermcare.com to learn more and sign up for the next live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525longtermcare.com.
2: Hey, it's Story Monson with Zach Abraham, Chief Investment Officer at Bulwark Capital. And Zach, recently one of the largest investment banks in the country, finally published research showing why a 60-40 stock bond portfolio is outdated. This is something you've been talking about on Know Your Risk Radio for years. Now they're jumping on the bandwagon. Dory, it certainly feels that way. This
4: research shows exactly what we've been telling people for years now. Using bonds as the safe portion of your portfolio is a serious gamble, and now is not the time to be gambling your retirement. With Bulwark's bond replacement strategy, we'll show you how to protect your portfolio against loss, but still grow your assets. We teach you exactly how to do it in our free booklet,
2: Common Sense Investing. Call Zach right now to get your free copy of Common Sense Investing. Call 866-779-RISK or go to knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client service agreement or the firm's license to conduct business. Bulwark Capital is a DBA of Clear Creek Financial Management, a registered investment advisor.
0: Are you confused about the best way to protect your family and savings? Get answers now by listening to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ong, Certified Long-Term Care Planning Specialist with 525 Advisors.
1: And welcome back, and thanks again for tuning in this uh, weekend or during the week if you're listening to the podcast, whenever it is. We really appreciate it. We we get a lot of feedback, and I uh, just got a nice call from someone in Ohio the other day and someone in Idaho, so I know that people are listening all over. And again, if you missed any part of this show, you can jump on our website at 525longtermcare.com and get all of the back uh, podcasts as well, too. So here we are. The this show is being recorded for the twenty eighth of August, the end of the month. Um, My little brother's birthday today. Happy birthday! My wife's birthday was on the twenty fifth. So happy birthday to her. She's turning thirty nine for I think the fourteenth time or fifteenth time, somewhere in there. But um, anyway, end of August. um, I just got back from a conference, and I want to give you an update on the Washington State CARES Act. And for any of you that are new or don't know about this, Washington is going to start taxing all W-2 employees um, in January of 2022, and it's going to be a 0.58% payroll tax is what it's going to start out on all wages, all bonuses, all commissions, all stock options. And that money is going to go into a trust fund. And if you pay into that trust fund for 10 years, five years without interruption, you will then down the road qualify for a long-term care benefit from the state of Washington that is equal to $100 a day for a maximum benefit of $36,500. So you just heard my client of the month, they're getting $10,000 a month, so in three and a half months, they will get the entire benefit that Washington State is willing to pay out over the course of a year, and then you're that's it, that's all you get. And it's a Medicaid reimbursement, it's not just a flat $100 a day, here, go do what, what you want with it, they're going to reimburse for expenses that they would pay out of Medicaid at that same rate or that same level. So anyway, the problem that we have out there is that you have to have long-term care insurance in place from a private company by November 1st in order to opt out and get out of the payroll tax. And if you are self-employed, you can opt out and get out of the payroll tax. If you're a federal worker, you can opt out and get out of the payroll tax. The problem we're having right now is that everybody is doing the math on this and they're trying to figure out that if, if, if I pay the tax, I've got to pay into it for 10 years, five years without interruption to be qualified for that benefit down the road. If you are 63 and you're going to work for three more years, you could still qualify for the benefit from the state, but you have to be on claim in a long-term care situation three years after you retire. So if you're 62 today, you retire at 65, you got to be in need of long-term care by the time you're 68 or you're going to miss that too. So the overwhelming majority of people in their, their mid-50s, early 60s that are not working for 10 more years are going to lose that benefit. They'll pay the tax, they will get no benefit out of it. The other flaw in this is if you move out of the state, you live here your whole life, you can pay into this plan for 40 years and then move to your vacation home in Arizona, guess what? You're going to lose the benefit. It does not reciprocate. So there's all these problems with this Washington State CARES Act. And so what a lot of people are scrambling right now is trying to figure out how to get long-term care insurance in place so they don't have to pay the tax. Well, here's the bad news. Because of the way the state law was written, you can take out a long-term care insurance plan today. You can opt out of the tax. You can cancel your plan in the future, and there's no recourse. So what happened when this law was passed, they had a tremendous amount of financial advisors and insurance agents out there started submitting the smallest benefit plans that they could get their hands on. So uh, Mutual of Omaha, for instance, had a $50 a day benefit, $1,500 a month, so half of what the state is, but it paid for two years with no inflation on it. And so you know, a 40-year-old would pay $300 a year for that policy. It was just nothing, $25 a month. And they were submitting them on monthly payments because they figure that people will get the plan, and then they will get opted out sometime between now and the end of the year, and then they can just cancel their plan. So the insurance company might get, you know, five or six payments at $25, $27 a month, $50 a month, whatever the premium is, and then it's going to stop coming in. Well, the problem is the insurance carriers are going to spend $600 to $800 right up front to that policy because they got to do the medical underwriting they got to pay for the phone interview Which is a third party that does that they have to get the medical records So I don't understand why any agent would write a policy like that first off because also if the client cancels the policy Any money that the agent earned from writing that policy is charged back. It's yanked out of their account So they're just they're not going to get paid for it either So it was just a just a futile exercise just a waste of paper and time and resources So what happened is the carrier saw that writing on the wall months ago, and they started pulling out of the state. So Mutual of was one of the first ones, and they just went down the list. Nobody wants to be the last insurance company standing. So effective today, all but I've got three carriers left. Everybody else has exited the market. We have no traditional pay-as-you-go plans. The only plans we have left now are the asset-based plans, which is the majority of what we do, so that's okay for us. But we're getting these calls, and I just wanted to bring attention to that is what you're up against. We just, I was just going to the bathroom here in our office the other day, and a gentleman stopped me in the hall and said, Hey, I I, I need to come talk to you about long term care. I said, Well, you you know, you got very limited options at this point, and you got to move quickly because you just don't go down and buy long term care insurance this week and be done. The medical underwriting, the phone interviews, all that is pushed out 60 days. So a lot of people are not going to be able to get a plan in place. But again, that is what's going on. It's kind of a circus out here, and I will tell you, um, you know, we pride ourselves at Five Two Five Advisors and being long-term care planning experts. That's what we do. We're not going to sell you a mutual fund. We're not going to sell you um, some other insurance product. We're going to stay focused to our our beliefs that long-term care planning is important, and so that's what we focus on. And because of that, we place more business than just about anybody in the country as a firm, as as an individual producer. But when we go to these leaders' conferences, I see what we're up against. There's, there was an agent down there that said he thought the Washington CARES Act was great, and he hopes other states do it because it brings awareness to long-term care. Folks, it's a nightmare. It, 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 it's, it's an absolute nightmare because, again, the states don't understand what they're up against. They're They're making these laws that people can you know, weasel out of. And, and, the, and the bad thing about it now, too, is that for everybody, like the, the 40-year-old that doesn't really need long-term care insurance today, and again, nobody needs it, but they're going to maybe want it down the road, well, they come in and they buy a policy five years down the road, a very nice, meaningful policy. They're still going to get stuck paying the tax in Washington State. They're not going to give them a chance to opt out. So the long and short of it, this was just a payroll tax. That's all this is. This was a workaround way to get a payroll tax, and in that law, any money, when the state starts paying out those benefits, they're going to petition the federal government for half of anything they pay to you, because they're going to just make the argument that that would have been spent on Medicaid, and they share expenses with the federal government. So... Um, so so we are actually um, coming off the air for a couple stations here for a little while. We are not doing the webinars. That's why I still can help clients like Dave and Carla, the asset-based plans, the people that want to set up meaningful benefit plans. We can still move forward with those. But if you're 40 years old or 50 years old and you're looking for an inexpensive way to get out of this tax, That ship has sold, Um, unless you can find a seller that sells direct, which I've also heard that most of those companies are out of the state as well, too. So that is an update on the Washington State CARES Act. Hey, stick around. I will be back next week. You can find our radio schedule on our website at 525longtermcare.com. We will keep these podcasts going here, and hopefully we'll get back to classes here soon. So I appreciate everybody tuning in. We'll be back next week. Thanks so much. Mm Thanks for listening to
0: Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. Event info, planning resources, and Long-Term Care Radio podcasts can all be found at 525longtermcare.com. For show information or to sign up for a free Long-Term Care live webinar, visit 525longtermcare.com. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8 to Long-Term Care Radio with your host, Brian Ott, on Cairo Radio.